This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome everybody to the show. For this Monday, it's June the 15th. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the air, but we are uh, understaffed a little bit today just because of a convergence of circumstances, um, including uh, Brandon calling in sick and Lisa previously uh, being uh, in for a week of vacation. So it's me and Joanna. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning, Buzz. But Joanna... This, I hadn't intended to do this, uh-huh. but once again, uh, a strange conflagration of circumstances uh-huh. uh, led to me calling Nico a Jimmy, and so Nico is here today. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, everybody. All right. Welcome back, both of you. Thank uh, you. That is some uh, mask that you have on. It looks like the mask they would use in MASH. It looks like a MASH mask. A MASH? I feel like it's more of a ninja Mm-hmm. Can you can you hear me pretty well? No, yeah, okay. no, it's very muffled. Well, I hear Lisa, I hear Lisa's kind of worried about me. Uh, yeah, well, that's the main reason you have been here yeah. for like, so like twelve weeks. I don't want to infect her area. Of all the people that she could be worried about, oh, she moved oh, no, to the other. No, good news, street. Nico. She doesn't work over there anymore. Oh, good. She moved in. Somehow, she thinks Brandon is that is less toxic. Contagious. Yeah, toxic. <laughs> basically, is what it comes to than me. And she's on vacation this week. Oh, okay. So I think you can take the mask off. All right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel responsible. Very responsible. That's very responsible. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's just for Joanna. So Nico at Jimmy and is here. Yeah. Live comedy was back on the menu for the weekend. It is back, man. How'd that go? It went well. Uh, At the comic strip in El Paso, we had uh, uh, full shows. I mean, 50% is full. For uh-huh. these shows, but and it, what did they have? Like one table with people, one table without people. Bah, 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 like no, that. all the tables were had people, but they were just spaced six feet apart from everybody. Oh, I so. see. So not as many tables, not as many people. Yeah. And did that seem like it was going to be a break-even type of situation, or are, is it like uh, you know? Because that's one of the concerns is those kind of places. Uh, not it, just comedy clubs, but a lot of places have really narrow margins yep. of profit. So if you're talking about, well, you can reopen, but you can only have half as many customers drinking half as much alcohol. Yeah, it's like not worth it at that point. Is it? I I, I mean, I don't like to talk about the economics of it because I keep <laughs> hope they keep hiring me. But, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I think it was worth it. Okay. <laughs> Good times. I think Steve Trevino's in town this Steve week, Trevino. So. That's right. The sexy Maxi will probably be coming by the studio unless Lisa's got a problem with it. <laughs> Oh, but Lisa's out this week. No, we already had agreed that if he stays in your studio, that's fine. Okay. Uh, if Steve stays in my studio, it's fine? Yes. You know what? I was totally expecting that you were going to let Steve Trevino in and just tell me not to <laughs> ever again. Uh, so I was a week in Oklahoma seeing my folks. Uh, I did go to Tulsa a couple of times, but for the most part, we're talking about you know a more rural type of community. Rural? Yeah. So... Do you do you put on a different accent when you go up when you're around your parents and stuff? You like kind of fall back into it. Yeah. But I can do that over the course of an interview. Like if we're talking to somebody and they're kind of from the south or Midwest. How do you how are you doing? Yeah. It totally happens, yeah. I kind of mirror that a little bit or what Who do we have on that one time that 
He was like, good morning. And oh. I was like, good morning. It was Chrisley Knows Best. It, it kind of sticks to you. Was that the guy? Is, yeah. Is that his name? I think so. <laughs> Chris. Chrisley. Chrisley Knows Best. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. How are you doing? But not just that one. Like any kind of. It makes you do it too. Yeah. I just kind of like match the other person. Not like mocking them, but just kind of talking like this. Probably a sign of a weak mind. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's what I figure. Uh, So we got a lot going on today. Uh, Mm -hmm. Protests continue. Social distancing is continue. We're still in the first wave. I know people are talking about this being the second wave, but mm-hmm. the uh, the experts say now this is this is still the first wave, and numbers are going up in some areas. So in Oklahoma, n- nobody was wearing a mask. Really? Well, you know, if say you went into Walmart and there and there were a hundred people, uh, for instance, for you know a few, a handful of people would be, but. Now, is that because they're mostly conservative and they just don't believe in wearing masks? Or No, I you think... Know the number of cases? Yeah, that's what I said. I said, how many coronavirus uh, cases have you had? And she goes, my mom goes, I think we just had our fourth. And I go, death? And she goes, no, case. Like a person. Like a person. Nobody had died wow. in the county. And then over Good my, for them. my brother's little hometown... Uh, they had not had any. <laughs> like, there were no reported cases in their county. That makes me more suspicious of Oklahoma. <laughs> like, they're high, like yeah. it's what? a cover-up yeah, or it's something. A, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was kind of a different uh, a different thing. We went, we did, we went to, like, laser tag and stuff. I don't know if that's back on in Texas or not. Might Might depend on where you are. Or whatever. I don't but. think it was ever on. <laughs> I don't think anybody was. Dude, laser tag is fun. Have you ever played laser tag? Uh, yeah, I don't go now like a 30-year-old with a bunch of kids. Well, I've got kids, though. <laughs> Ding dong. Yeah. Oh, so you went with kids. Okay, that's a good yes, call. Yes, I went with my kids. That's a good and call. my nieces. Jesus. All right. I'd go like if some if we if we were hanging out and it was like oh that was a great show what do you guys want to do now let's go play some laser tag I'd go with a bunch of fifty year olds to go play laser tag yeah it's li- it's good fun good old fun uh, Joanna how was your week without me it was fine uh yeah what did you guys talk about I honestly can't remember is there a, is there a Monday Mount Rushmore there is. Do you want to do it? No, no, well, I, I'm just finding out about it now. I, I mean, I think it would. What's the What's the Mount Rushmore? Best antiheroes. Oh, Ooh. you mean like the Punisher? Yes. Deadpool, I guess. Yeah. How about Batman? Uh, is that an antihero? What? I mean, an antihero is a protagonist that doesn't show like the qualities of a hero, normal qualities, right? I'm talking Frank Miller, Batman. I think this is probably better if we either push it to tomorrow or next Monday because I wasn't in. I agree. At the inception, you know what I mean. Yes, I agree. Okay, would you call Hannibal Lecter passionate about this one? Oh, he was. And this is a like Brandon he, thing. He, he needs to be here, here to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. How, how about Hannibal Lecter? You consider him an anti-hero? Huh. Uh, no. I mean, he's clearly the villain, but people are like, oh, I wonder what that Hannibal Lecter's going to get up to in this one. I don't think that... <laughs> I don't look at Hannibal Lecter and think, yeah, I want to see what's going on with him. A little well, bit more... I mean, that chick went and asked for his help. Uh, that's right, and he helped her. That's true. Yeah. 
quid pro quo agent, Starling. I tell you things, you tell me things. If anything, he's the sidekick. (laughs) I would not call Hannibal Lecter a sidekick (laughs) if I were you. Um, All right, so we got a lot going on today, lots to talk about. Uh, Nico and I had a major disagreement over something it's almost fractured our, it's almost fractured our friendship at this point has could it? be beyond repair it really has like, I've, I've lost a lot of there's a thing for buzz one of us really likes it and the other one does not like it at that all. sounds weird when you say it like that but yeah. well maybe you should you know be gentler <laughs> buzz uh, okay we're not talking about any crazy stuff with sex or anything like that we're talking about a okay. show we're not <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right uh, do you remember when Jay Farrow was here just a few weeks ago? I mean, it seems like a few weeks ago. I guess it was a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jay Farrow God, was here. it feels like forever ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know why I'm bringing up Jay's name? Kind of. Why? He uh, was talking about and it was all caught on security footage. He was tackled and put down on the ground, and they put their knee on his neck back in April. Oh, because yeah. Because he looked like a suspect. And he just released that footage, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he just released it and was uh, talking about it. So, uh, yeah, Jay Farrow, really, really super comedian, just really nice guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just see these like three or four cops run up on him and they throw him to the ground. And then they're like, uh, oh, sorry, man, uh, you're, you're, you're not him. No <laughs> and, way. And let him go, yeah. I really wish that as that was happening, he was just doing different voices. Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds really bad, and I'm not trying to be insensitive, but God, I wish that was happening. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Fox just... News got pranked with uh, an old Monty Python sketch <laughs> over the weekend. Did you see that, Nico? I saw the headline. I don't know what the sketch is, though. Oh, it's from Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Ooh. So that's a good one. Uh, we'll have that coming up and a lot more. Uh, Chappelle did a 30 minute YouTube special, but. That's all the comics are talking about on my feed. That's all I see. All the is his special? It wasn't. It was more just him kind of unloading about mm-hmm. the protest and George Floyd. I mean, I I, th- I think it was very not really a stand up special at all. Although it was in front of a crowd and he was standing there, but there weren't like jokes Laughs. or anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll hear a little bit of that coming up in today in sound Ooh, clips. We- it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Joanna, tell me if uh, Lisa got excited. I guess somebody found that crazy dude's treasure oh that he buried God. up in the Rocky Mountains yes. someplace. We totally or hid. talked about it. But we don't know where it was. Uh-huh. I'm not a conspiracy-minded person, but my conspiracy buttons are definitely being pushed push. here. You're being you're do you, sensitive do you know the, the story of Forrest Finn's Huck Finn. Finn. No, uh, Forrest, Forrest Finn. Finn. Yeah. Huck Finn. And uh, he hid like a chest full of jewels and coins <laughs> yeah. and gems. Valuables. Yeah. And he had the clues hidden in a poem. Mm-hmm. And that he put in his book. So in kind his of, book, yeah. So he was kind of made you buy his book just to find your treasure. <laughs> I was starting to think after all these years, uh, when I'd first heard, okay, well, there's somewhere, and it could be, you know, in uh, New Mexico, or it could be mm-hmm. in Colorado, it could be in, maybe in Texas, mm-hmm. just somewhere in the Rockies. The Rockies, right. And after a few years, I was like, he's full of it. He didn't hide any well, chest. You know, I- and he also said, like, it's not buried. You don't have to destroy mm-hmm. anything to find it. 
you know, it's it's not it's hidden, but it's not buried. Buried, yeah. Or and under anything. I would feel a little bit more responsible for the treasure hunt if I was him because didn't people die? Yeah. Haven't there, people passed away well, trying to find it? Some people went into the full time treasure hunting business. Just because like quit of this their thing. job, cashed in their IRA. Went out hunting Forrest Finn's treasure and wow. didn't find it. Some have been injured and there have been at least a couple of fatalities of people. Also destruction of private property, because there'd be some people would read this poem and they'd think, Okay, I know where it is. And they would go over to either private property or some kind of uh, public lands that you're not supposed to dig up or destroy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was starting to think, oh, he's he's just pranking everybody. There's no treasure chest out there. Well, now the announcement came. Somebody found it, but according to Forrest Fenn, this is what he told the Santa Fe New Mexican, the guy who found it does not want his name mentioned. He's from back east. Very convenient. <laughs> Like my girlfriend in Canada. <laughs> yeah, some guy. He doesn't want to mention his name, but he totally found my treasure chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a little suspicious. Story says, uh, Fenn has so far not provided proof that the treasure chest has truly been found. Uh, taking it a step for- further, or proof that it ever existed. Asked how he felt, he told the Santa Fe New Mexican... I feel halfway kind of glad, halfway kind of sad, because the chase is over. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you got there, uh, Nico? Nico's joining us in the studio today. Topic on... Uh, is there a topic trending? Uh, there is. On uh, BuzzFeed. Uh, this is a BuzzFeed yeah. thing. All right. 80s films that still hold up to this day. Oh, Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but did you watch a lot of movies in the 80s? Sure. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot else to do. It was pre-internet. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of quarters at arcades and watched a lot of movies. Well, I would, I would wa- say Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Uh, those are classic, though. These are more movies that are not series. So I'll, I'll start with the first one. Not series? A ser- It's not like a series of films. Uh, I would say, okay, well, then there goes Terminator, because I still think Terminator's a great movie. Mm-hmm. The Goonies. Right. The Goonies is not on here. What? But, yeah. Princess Bride? Oh, Princess Bride. Yeah, it's That's number five. Still an enjoyable. List. You know, there's some movies that I really loved in the 80s, and then I got a chance to see them again more recently, and I'm like, oh, I love this movie. And then I watch it, and it's like, boy, it wasn't very good. <laughs> even the even the first time it wasn't good, or just when you no, rewatched it. When I rewatched it, it was like, oh, this is just it looks so cornball well, and it's so eighties. Well, that's the point of the the list is saying that these films, the special effects still like uh, d- don't detract from the the story anymore. Well, are we only talking about movies that have special effects? No, I wouldn't say that because Dangerous Liaisons is every bit as good a period piece as it was when it first came out. Um, Princess Bride. The Little Shop of Horrors with Rick Moranis. Right? I'd have to see it again. I mean, Coming I, uh, to America, it still holds up. Yeah, but I mean, not because of any special effects or anything, unless you count Eddie Murphy being an old Jewish man. Ooh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy did a white face. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard still, still great. Up. Although I guess that is a series. That's the only one. What are you What are you telling me? The ones that made this list. The, on the ones Buzzfeed. that made the list. Yeah. Uh, let me th- see if I could throw out a few more. Yeah. That I think really, really stood up. 
uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back for sure. Again, classic. I mean, that's what everybody's going to say. Okay, so E.T. then. You okay. say the same thing? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen E.T. recently. I wonder how Poltergeist holds up. I probably haven't seen Poltergeist <laughs> since, the, since the 80s. See, all of these movies for me and Joanna were like oldies by the time we could watch them. Okay, but they came out in the 80s, and that's the question. What yes. were some of the highlights from the 80s? Well, I'm just talking or, about in, in reviewing them. They still probably seem old to us because we didn't really watch them at their opening. Wouldn't any of them seem old to you? Yeah. I but mean, th- they seem old to me. Like, I'll watch them, and it's like, oh, man, that that seems like it's from a different era. And then I'm like, it is. It is. You're <laughs> like, I was but a child when I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Any other guesses? The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys, yes. Ah! Yeah, that's on there. That's a good one. Guy, you're catching me on the spot here. American Werewolf in London? No, no that was not no, on this list. But that, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice! Yeah. Oh, snap. Still stands up. Well, I mean, this isn't any kind of authoritative list, right? Oh, this no, is just this is the list oh, is. of the authoritative because list. Because it's on BuzzFeed. Yes. Gotcha. Any others? Respect uh, the listicle. The list. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think back like what, what the Oscar winners... Water. None of these were none of these were good enough to be Oscar winners. Oh, oh, back, no. back to the Future, still. Yeah, that's oh, classic. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah, that's not on the list. It's not on the list. What? No, not on this one. What a trash list! It doesn't even what? have Goonies. We're talking about movies that held up, and I throw out. Yeah, I think those back are just automatically assumed to hold up because they're like such classics. Okay. But like Clue, for example. Is that on the list? That is on the list. Clue. Still holds up. It didn't hold up when it came out. It did, I mean, it, it, it bombed at the box office, and no critics reviewed it well. I mean, I love Clue, but that's just me. Blade Runner. Yeah. Okay. Still holds up. Blade Runner. The Blues Brothers. Okay. Yes or no? Do you agree with this list so far, Buzz? Uh, it's a trash list so far. <laughs> I, I don't agree with some of the things that have been what left off. What year did uh, Stand By Me come out? That was a, like 87. Yep, Stand By Me. That's Hell on here. yeah. The Thing? Uh, like, I love The Thing. When I, when it, I didn't see it in the theater, but it was one that was on HBO like really early on. Mm-hmm. And I'd watched it several times. And then I watched it again recently for the first time in like 25 years. Mm-hmm. And it was like... Man, this is boring for a long part of the time. Well, uh, the aliens, <laughs> like oh. Alien, came out in the seventies, but mm-hmm. aliens, aliens came out in the eighties, and that is that yep. is a really great movie. That's on the list. So, Rain Man. Did that come out in the eighties? Yeah. Well, it's on the list, so no. Okay. Pretty in Pink. <laughs> no, not on the list. Sixteen Candles. Breakfast. Breakfast Club. Club. Yes, on the list. Breakfast uh-huh. Club is on. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, not on the list. What trash list? Okay, well, tell me what is on the freaking list. <laughs> and who are these people that decided that these were the ones that deserved to be in? BuzzFeed Gen staff Zers. writers? Yeah. All right. Let me hear the ones that actually made it. Uh, you guys pretty much went through all of them. Hmm. There's not a single one that we didn't. Mm, nope. Did I it. say Terminator? That's not on the list. Okay. But yeah, that's about it. Highlander. That's one we didn't yeah. get. Highlander. Yeah. yeah, I was watching Highlander the other day. <laughs> oh, God, good. Joanna. Huh? If you ever watch 
anything with Buzz. Uh-huh. It would take twice as long because he has to pause every two seconds. I have to tell him interesting to stories about the actor. Like, that actor is George. Random facts. It's like IMDb in real life. Yeah, but nobody asked for it. I didn't click the IMDb okay, link. But I needed to let you know. Like, for instance, we were watching, I think, What's Upon a Time in Hollywood. I had to let you know the whole story about Jim Stacy, the actor who was... Uh, played by Timothy Oliphant in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You stopped the movie to tell him the oh, whole yeah, thing about multiple it? Multiple times. like every five minutes oh yeah. my God. to tell that him something. It's awful. It's not the best. <laughs> well, you get but what I you I learn get. a lot, yeah. I learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. Uh, Nico and I have come to loggerheads. Almost like, blows. Oh, no. We almost, I would say... <laughs> Well, I wasn't going to blow you. <laughs> I wouldn't say it almost came to blows, but there was something we we disagreed about, about as strongly as you could disagree about yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a woman's right to choose or anything no. like that. But it wasn't anything important. It wasn't, right. It was completely unimportant, but a big major disagreement, something that Nico loves and I don't think yeah. is very good at all. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Uh, so Nico and I uh, vigorously disagreed about something. Oh, no. I will say, to his credit, Nico has shown me things or introduced me to things sure, sure. that I came to appreciate. Uh-huh. Like Rick I really and, opened his eyes. Rick things. and Morty. <laughs> cannabis. The list goes on and on. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, but Rick and Morty, like I love. Now I love Rick and yeah. Morty. Yeah, he's real into that now. But I was pissed off to find out things been on the air for like fifteen years, and there's like I got through years. the entire. I got through every season in a-, a couple of days. It took you a while to cat like to really feel like you liked it, though. I feel a, little- a couple episodes before you really got into it. Uh, y- yeah, no, I I kind of liked it from the beginning, but I really started getting into it. After watching a few episodes, so uh, yeah, so Nico's brought some things to my attention. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that is pretty good. That's good. I like yeah. it. It's beautiful. Not this one, because nor I have great opinions. Well, That's what every I think. relationship is not going to just be, you know, perfect. Exactly. Excuse me, I got to crack the first cold one of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Someone thinks he's still on vacation. Buzz. Uh, I like your tall boy, bro. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Not very funny. I got to be honest. With How you. can you even oh, say you know that? What I got to do. I got to go to the what? Facebook. I got to go to the Facebook cannot. page because I'm sure people have lots of opinions. I keep hearing about how great this is and how cutting edge and edgy and fourteen seasons, hundred and fifty four episodes, critically you don't acclaimed. Think it's funny, mm, right? I don't like. He watched the one episode and just was like, okay, I'm, like I'm sick. I'm physically ill right now. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> You're so dramatic, Buzz. I said, it's not just unfunny. It's aggressively unfunny. Like, it's in your face, not funny. So, didn't you show me episodes? 
Okay, so here's the thing. That I mean, you picked out, the curated, that would appeal to me. Oh, and made like a playlist. Yeah. Okay, let, let me put it this episodes. way. It's not all about political correctness, but one of the very first episodes that he showed me is like two of the main characters do blackface. And it's just like, <laughs> God. And I'm they like, were doing Lethal Weapon 6. <laughs> a sequel to Lethal Weapon. And it's two white guys and one of the characters in Lethal Weapon is Danny Glover <laughs> and he played Danny Glover uh, listen to this we've already got a few comments on Facebook uh, maybe I should let him build up a little bit you know but I'm not alone in this well it's an unpopular opinion I would say and, and my, my opinion yes is, absolutely it may always be sunny in Philadelphia but it's not always funny in <laughs> Philadelphia I, I don't know I just I didn't think it was especially clever <laughs> oh my god okay, don't so let Brad hear you say I that I know he loves it so here's the Which, thing, Joanna. Uh-huh. The show, I don't know if you're a big fan of it, but it's about I've seen it. Yeah. People who aren't the best people. Exactly. You know, they I get it. I saw narcissists there. Right. Like I know. say, I saw Seinfeld. And was it was cle- and Seinfeld was clever. Did he did you tell him to watch the one where Dee's pregnant? <laughs> I did not. Oh, uh, we watched one, one about it. We watched one about a dumpster baby. <laughs> which is just like all right, we're going to come up with something that would offend most normal sensibilities. We're going to make that the top. See, that's we're going to act like horrible people. That's what I think Buzz gets wrong, is that he just thinks that they're just doing offensive stuff just to be offensive. Like, he doesn't get that the offensiveness is part. Most people say that about you, Buzz. You know what show... <laughs> that you're just being offensive just to be offensive? Yeah. No, no, no. no. I, 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 if I'm offensive, it's like at the core... you mean it, it's yeah. A, it's a core value for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just... It's not something I play yeah, at. You're not okay. falsely offensive. <laughs> um, it reminds me... The tone of it, which is kind of dark, reminds me of... Uh, Arrested Development, mm-hmm. which I didn't really get into in a major way like some people did, but the way what Arrested Development did was much more of a clever version. Maybe, Nico and I think chose, they did it first too. Maybe Nico just chose like trash episodes. Uh, Dumpster, uh, Baby. Dumpster Baby yeah, is a Dumpster great Baby episode. The one actually. where they're in blackface. Lethal Weapon 6. Okay. And, and Frank's Little Beauties, <laughs> <laughs> where he has a child pageant. <laughs> they throw a child pageant. We're not going to diddle kids. <laughs> Watch the one where sweet teams get pregnant. There's so many great episodes. And I think that's the, the point, is that they just do so many bad things that you can never... You can uh, never I felt worse the longer I watched it. I was actually like, oh, man, this is, number one, not funny. But number two... Also, just is putting me in a real sour mood. Yeah, he got depressed with how from funny the, it is. With how unfunny. Did? It is. Yeah, yeah, he was real. That's he, a weird reaction he was, to it. That's, do I you want to hear some of the comments from our out, Facebook I, feed? What do you yeah. think? Do you think more people agree with me that it's a great show, historic, critically acclaimed? Look, as much as I hate to do this, I agree with Nico. Yeah, but wait, as much as you hate to? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I agree Something that my. Nico and I agree on. on this, my opinion is probably in the minority. All right. Let's go I to the link. Uh, Survey says. Somebody wants to know if I know the Oklahoma flag pledge. Do you, oh, yeah. We had that discussion last week. Uh, do you, Does Oklahoma have a flag pledge? No. You know how here in Texas we have to do the, uh, oh, yeah. the thing for the flag I for didn't Texas? know that. Yeah. Is that something you had to do when you were kids? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is it? Like, right after is the... Is it like, do you remember it? Don't I, mess with Texas! Veto you! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I imagine the Texas No, so flag we would do pledge. the Pledge of Allegiance, and then we would do the the Pledge to the Texas flag. Do you remember it? It was like, 
I feel like I should be looking at a Texas flag. And then we found out we don't have one in here. I'm going to look at that thing with the horns. Yeah. All right. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas one and indivisible. That's know. it? That's it. This is kind of copying the other one. Seemed like they kind of called it in. You know? <laughs> uh, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, okay, here's where we start when we were talking about it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which Nico thinks is great. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't laugh once. No. In no. fact, I started. You frowning. didn't even do that thing where you're mm-hmm. like you snort out some air from uh-uh. your nose. No. You mean his sleep apnea that's happening now when he's asleep? Okay, oh so God. the very first comment, Armando <laughs> says, I agree with Buzz. Okay, you go to the first one that somebody agrees no, with. No, no, no. I just this is the first one where they where they mention what we're talking okay. about. I think the other one where he goes, No, Buzz, and Brian Hart. That's further down. Okay. Okay, so Armando says agree with Buzz. Rosales says always sunny is, is great. great. Lance says agreed, not that funny. Uh, Armando's back. He says it's all right. I don't see why it has so many episodes. Jorge says buzz. No buzz. It's the best show. (laughs) (laughs) Armando says also buzz got me curious about 90 Day Fiance and I just killed like four seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And you don't like It's Always Sunny. (laughs) That is weird. Well, I wouldn't really compare those two shows. I you mean, don't la- <laughs> you don't laugh a lot at it's. Uh, uh, I want you to Day remember this oh, whole do. conversation tomorrow that Brandon's back. Oh yeah, says to see what he says. Yuri says my husband loves it, but I don't think it's as funny. You know, because the other problem too is they don't have jokes. Terrible it's... acting. Armando Armando is like doing quick hits on his here. He's just that's another thing. The You're bringing up one not... guy's opinion several no, times. No, but it reminded me that I agree with that. It's like wow, they really don't seem to be putting much into the performance. It's <laughs> all part of it, though. That's the funny thing about exactly. it. Exactly. I feel like Buzz is a boomer and completely missed the entire point of the maybe he the show. is. Uh, Keith says, Sonny is the best. Nightman. Nightman. <laughs> Dayman. <laughs> Renee says, Sonny is like South Park. It uses absurd to make a social commentary. Exactly. Except but South Park is like funny. South Park. Because it's funny. It's always Sonny is funny. It's very funny. And, and you know, I you disagree. You not liking it <laughs> makes me have less opinion of your sense of humor. I used to have it in very high regard that you're very, and very it slipped. Good. Yeah. Well, Does let me hit you with you another guys? one. Family Guy, not that great. Are you guys gonna start sleeping in separate bedrooms? <laughs> <laughs> you think Family Guy is a great show? <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's amazing, yeah. especially the first couple seasons. But it's yeah. good writing. It's good tight writing. Uh. I mean, compared to it's always sunny in Philadelphia, Family Guy. No, was, not even. You just missed the, the 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 comment you just wrote. Read it uses absurdity to make a social commentary. That's that's great writing. Oh, I don't see it. Right. I, the writing se- to me seems lazy. The performances <laughs> seem lazy. It's like, all right, so let's pick out something that most people are going to be offended by, and then approach it like we're terrible people. It's just, <laughs> I, I mean, there's nothing that that clever about it at all but i do like south park mm-hmm. um i don't like uh family guy and i love rick and morty so so you're just like all over the place yeah right uh i guess so i mean i could watch 
more it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but honestly, just the thought of that takes the wind out of my sails. And you know it's what? just like makes me sad to think about watching more It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I thought we would have had 14 seasons to enjoy with each other and go through all happen. of it. Uh, Jerry not says... Even, you don't even think like the McPoyles are funny? I didn't see any with the McPoyles. Nothing with the McPoyles? No. I didn't, want to, I didn't want him to go in the deep end. Uh-huh. But I guess Dumpster Baby is pretty deep. <laughs> Jerry says, It's Always Sunny is funny, but there are some parts that are boring. Maybe that's it. Like, a lot of what I watched was just boring. Maybe. I get that it was supposed to be like, oh, this is offensive, therefore you should laugh, but a lot of it was just like... It, it, yeah, I'm bored, and it's not funny. It was. It's about the situations they create. These just absurd situations that the, the gang gets themselves into, and you got you got to chuckle. You got to chuckle at some of them. Somebody just made the comment, and I brought this up earlier, but uh, Jerry says you probably you were probably shown the wrong episodes. Well, take it up with Nico because he was the one who's like, oh, let's watch this one. Okay, this is the one where they there's 154 episodes. All right, I showed you three. Oh. <laughs> Plus it's like, oh. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back here in just a few minutes. Let me give out the phone number uh, because we appreciate phone calls. Mm-hmm. Anytime you want to give a call, toll-free studio line is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. Uh, I guess you guys had promoted a Monday Mount Rushmore, but it was mainly like Brandon's yeah. the one who had strong opinions about it, and he's sick today, so I thought we'd just... Wait till he gets back. What was it again? Anti-heroes. Mount Rushmore of anti-heroes. Like Auntie M from Wizard of Oz. Ant-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Auntie M, Ant-Man. All right, we're halfway there. (laughs) We just need two more ants. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Here are some of the major coronavirus uh, developments that are making headlines over the past 24, 48 hours. With the number of coronavirus cases surging in many parts of the country, including Texas, there's talk about this being the second wave because we've been hearing, yeah, there's Mm -hmm. going to be a second wave. Well, according to several scientists and experts in the field, it's not the second wave. This is still part of the first wave. Um, that's disheartening. And uh, the latest from the CDC says states may need to reinstate st- strict social distancing if cases rise. And they say that if if cases start rising, they might have to reinstate these dramatic uh, social distancing regulations with everything reopening around the country. Uh a new study found almost half the people infected with coronavirus don't have any visible symptoms. Hmm. So let that sink in, sink in just for a second. Half the people that were infected didn't have any visible, you know, no running nose. I guess they weren't coughing or sneezing. And nothing you could tell. Yeah. That's why it's important to wear a mask. You might may have coronavirus and not even realize that you have coronavirus. And uh, a new poll found uh, the businesses that people have found the most essential during the pandemic. Off the top of your head, what do you think people would say? What's been the most essential business? Uh, grocery stores. Okay. You know, Walmart's there. Yeah. 
I think they were asking for more like specific okay. brands or uh, providers. So, but grocery Walmart, stores or Walmart. Uh, U.S. Postal Service was in the top five. Clorox, hmm. Google, and UPS. I would have thought Amazon. It just seems like Amazon oh, yeah. is isn't isn't Jeff Bezos going to be like a trillionaire before the end of July or something? <laughs> <laughs> Here's an interesting question. Mull this one over. I'd like your opinion on this. Could the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic plus worldwide protests lead to massive migration? Oh. Like if people say, hey, I was working from home during all this, and so that means I could work from home. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to work from home someplace where there's not going to be massive demonstration you know a smaller town yeah or you know you're not going to have the entire city shut down if i lived in a smaller town i could still do my job and i don't have to worry about all this other stuff that goes along with living in the city yes you think there are a lot of people that are are going to be thinking along those lines and might move out of the city into a more I can imagine if you were rural if you area. were in New York for that t- time period. Uh, imagine just what it was like. You wouldn't want to stick around. You'd probably want to get out. So I can imagine all the big cities. People are probably you know looking at their different. Well, options. it doesn't have to be everybody, but just some people who are like, "Hey, I got options here." Yeah, you know, and nothing's illustrated that more than the fact that I've been working at home mm-hmm. for three months. I mean, I could do that from anywhere. Why do I got to live in the most expensive city in the or in a small States? apartment? Yeah. Why am I living in a 700 square foot one bedroom loft when I could have like a six bedroom house out in the country with you know acres? Yeah. So I mean, I'm not making that prediction, but the study seems to show that that that's a question people might be asking themselves. Uh, Here's a story about a guy in Seattle, 70-year-old guy who survived COVID-19 after 62 days in the hospital. He got his bill. It was for $1.1 million. Oh, my God. He has insurance, so he may not have to pay all of the bill himself, but still, you know, $1.1 million, and you got this, this thing that, you know, Companies totally unrelated to it were getting massive <laughs> Bail cash outs. infusions, yeah. you know, of millions or billions of dollars. But so uh, we don't know how much of this bill he's going to be responsible for. But well, he must have been really sick if uh, 62 days in a hospital. Yeah. 21 members of a cult that recently arrived in Hawaii were arrested for violating the mandatory 14-day quarantine for visitors. I don't know what cult this is. But you know what's nice is that they decided to take their members to somewhere like Hawaii. Sounded like a nice cult vacation. Let's see what the cult is. Uh, Heaven's Gate? (laughs) They describe themselves kind of as a family. Said I've Hawaii heard that, and I've heard that before. <laughs> they indicated they wanted to get away from mainstream society and live off the land. All right. Wow, okay. Original. <laughs> it doesn't say that they have 
I don't think you can just do that in Hawaii. I don't think you can just live off the land in Hawaii. Maybe they were going for, you know, their... The leader is Eligio Lee Bishop, 38 of Georgia, who said, we're not a cult, we're a tribe. (laughs) (laughs) That should be our new, like, motto on the show. We're not a cult, we're a tribe. Uh, so Hawaii's got this thing that since March, if you go to Hawaii, you've got to quarantine for 14 days. Mm-hmm. Basically, they don't want people coming to Hawaii. Yeah. So they're trying to make it as unpleasant. It's like, well, yeah, you could come to Hawaii, but you're going to be in quarantine for 14 days. It says the quarantine has helped Hawaii maintain relatively low infection rates compared to other parts of the U.S. Well, that's great. <laughs> uh, oh, and I guess they were doing an Airbnb. <laughs> like the members of this, <laughs> not a cult, but a tribe, were, were hanging out in an Airbnb. Okay. I'd need to hear some more about it to find out, you know, if they're a cult or not. They're not. They're a tribe. They're a tribe. You know they're a cult when they say we're a family. We're like a family. We're not related, but, you know. We have sex with each other, but we're like a family. The latest products to sell out during the pandemic are bicycles. 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 With so many outdoor activities closed, apparently everybody wants to start riding a bike. I'd called that a few weeks ago. Remember I said I took my bike in for a repair and I asked the guy how business was. And he says, he told me, like, normally my bike is ready that afternoon. Mm Mm-hmm. And he, it was like two or three day wait. He's like, I've been slammed with people bringing Booming. in, yeah, people bringing in bicycles that either they want repaired or the shop that I go to also sells bicycles. Mm-hmm. So on the sales side of things, a lot of people were getting into into bicycles. And I, you know, one, you realize your bicycle has a motor in it, right? Well, I've got I've got more than one bicycle, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't always ride the one with the motor. <laughs> One thing that has happened during this shutdown over over the past several weeks, months, that I hope sticks around is the number of people outside, you know, walking and exercising mm-hmm. and, you know, families and kids. I've even seen kids riding bikes, mm-hmm. which when I was a kid, only kids rode bikes. Like you'd go through the neighborhood, you'd see 50 kids on bikes. You never saw an adult riding a bike. Really? You've never seen like an old cello riding around in a bike here? I've seen that here. Yeah. But I'm saying when I was growing up as a kid, we were like, uh, you know, the kids in E.T. All of them had, ours didn't fly. (laughs) But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody had a bike. Everybody rode their bike, you know, to play. We came up with crazy, dangerous games to play on our bike. We had bike jousting. Which was a big thing. What would you use as your joust? Okay, so you can't think of it as a joust like we were trying to hit him with with the stick. But you would use a mop, (laughs) a broom handle, uh, a pool cue. One kid used a pool cue because he said it got better reach. (laughs) It's pointier. It hurts more. The rules were, and there aren't many rules to bike jousting. Uh Mm -hmm. Everybody would be riding their bike. You'd have... You're jousting whatever implement in one hand. The idea was to sidle up alongside somebody and jam the jousting implement into their front spokes. Uh, Their bike wheel. Yeah. So when you did that, ideally, 
it would jam up that front wheel and mm-hmm. they, they would, would flip go over. They would go ass overhead. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this sounds like a great game for children to play. Yeah, and we kind of had armor, you know, either a football helmet, <laughs> your dad's welding helmet. Did anybody ever get hurt? Uh, sure, but not. Did anyone ever get hurt and then go snitch to their parents and then you couldn't play that anymore? No. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. I mean, people got s- scraped and stuff, but nobody ever broke broke a bone or anything. So you're saying that that's the kind of stuff you like to see around? Well, I, yeah, I'm not recommending not to bring back bicycle jousting. <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea of, of people outside doing things. Sometimes mm-hmm. in families, sometimes I'm seeing a lot more kids outside. I think it's great. Yeah, uh, getting out, enjoying uh, the outdoors. Yeah, because, absolutely. Uh, so even when we're back doing normal stuff, uh, I, that's something I would like to see continue. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, before we start the calendar, I just wanted to mention uh, that today is, and I only found this out when I came in today, Global Wind Day. I don't know if it's for or against wind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why don't you look that up real okay. quick? Well, Global well, wind day. Yeah. Are we pro-wind or are we anti-wind? <laughs> I, I guess it depends on what you want to do. If I want to fly a kite, I'm pro. If I want to go play golf, I'm kind of anti-wind for the most part. It is Global Wind Day, and did we find out what uh, the significance of that is? Yeah. Uh, they've got like a, wind energy. They've got a great website, uh, yeah. globalwindday.org. <laughs> It's uh, a day for discovering wind energy, its power, oh, okay. and the possibility it holds to reshape our energy systems, decarbonize our economies, and boost jobs. Yeah. I think about that every time I drive through West Texas and see just like the gigantic windmills as far mm. as the eye can see. Um, let's go ahead and do the Mosho calendar and daily almanac of events. This is National Flag Week. Also, Men's Health Week is going on mm-hmm. now through Father's Day on Sunday. Get your prostate don't forget, checked. Don't forget Father's Day. Have you uh, had that experience yet? Are you old enough that the doctor said, we need to check the prostate? I can check myself. Oh, God. Because I have experience. <laughs> I meant like medical. I meant, <laughs> I meant like medical training. Sure, sure. Well, you did give Buzz a breast exam, so... Can you check yourself? <laughs> no, is that is that even, like are your arms long enough? Are yours aren't? <laughs> I never would have thought of it before. Tum-tum. You're like a T-Rex. Uh, d- <laughs> today is National Lobster Day. Also Prune Day and Native American Citizenship Day. Mm-hmm. That's right, Native American Citizenship. Did you know that up until a certain point... Native Americans were not citizens? They were not. Wow. Like, in the U.S. And I'm talking about, like, I'm pretty sure into the 1900s. Wow, you would think that they should be considered citizens. Uh-uh. They're like original citizens. Okay, but that's not the way they looked at it. And then they had a decree that said, by the way, listen, if you're a member of a Native American tribe, you're in. <laughs> but it was much later than what, what you would think it was. Birthdays today include NPH, Neil Patrick Harris, who is 47 today. Also, actress Leah Remini, who was the wife of King of, on King of Queens and Kevin Can Wait. 
Uh, birthday for rapper Ice Cube. Yeah. One of the members of NWA, who's 51 today. And from Friends, Courtney Cox is 56. Is that how old all the Friends are, or is she like a little older than the other actors? I would think that's probably right around the same. She didn't look that much older than anybody else during the Friends. Yeah, I get the feeling Jennifer Aniston is not not quite that old, but Lisa Kudrow might be. Uh, so 56 for Courtney Cox. Helen Hunt, who starred in Mad About You and uh, the movie As Good As It Gets with Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. She's 57. And a birthday for Jim Belushi, younger brother of John Belushi and star of According to Jim, is 66 today. Can you remember when Jim Belushi was a movie, kind of like a movie star? No, but I can see that he was the guy in the gorilla costume in Trading Places. Well, that's a given. He was one of the Santa Clauses in Jingle All the Way. He was... Like, there was a movie where he was the the male lead called Mr. Destiny. And then I think he did, like, a buddy cop movie with, with Arnold, where Arnold played, like, the Russian... And Jim Belushi was... I'm telling you, Jim Belushi actually had a movie career (laughs) for a while. Shocking. And uh, from classic rock, Steve Walsh, lead singer of Kansas, is having a birthday today. He's 69. As uh, we mentioned, it's six days until Father's Day. So don't forget Dad. Yeah. You already got any gifts for your dad? Yeah, I got him two pairs of pajama bottoms from Walmart. That's what my mom said to get him. That's what she said he needed. All right. It's from the heart, at least. This date in history, it was 184 years ago that Arkansas became a state, the 25th state in 1836. 51 years ago, 1969, Hee Haw premiered on CBS. Now, be honest. Was hee-haw on a Saturday night ever something that was in your family's home? Hee-haw? No, it you, was not. You don't know that show? I, I know it from reading history books, but I don't know <laughs> it from... I don't think they put hee-haw <laughs> in the history books, really. But. It was not on Nick at Night. <laughs> yeah, it was not on Nick at Night. No, it's on, it's on like, RFD, or uh, <laughs> there's, like, a rural uh, cable channel that they show the reruns. Um wasn't it like a guy dressed like a cowboy that would just get a bunch of kids? No. I don't know what you're thinking of, but okay. Hee-Haw highlighted <laughs> country music stars, so the country music stars would come on. Is that on. the one that they were like, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty? Yeah. Oh, from Family Guy? <laughs> Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, they would do some comedy skits. The guest would sing. They really did have like the biggest stars of country music, and then they would do like really corny comedy routines. And it was on CBS for for three seasons, but then it was in syndication for 17 seasons. Right up into the 90s, this thing was still putting out new episodes in syndication. And this is the 25th anniversary, and this is really, I think it's going to hit people that it's been 25 years. So the year's 1995, Nico and Joanna, at okay. the O.J. Simpson murder trial. Mm-hmm. OJ really put his acting skills, I feel like, 
you know, the closest he ever came to an Academy Award was during that trial when they handed him a pair of gloves and said, try these on. Uh, he tried to put on a pair of gloves the prosecutors said were worn by the killer. So he couldn't, uh, I can't get them on. I can't get them on. Then Christopher Darden over there rolling his eyes. And then Johnny Cochran later in the trial said, if the gloves don't fit, you know what he said after that? You must acquit. Exactly, I didn't know what equipment. That's exactly what he said. So it's 25 years ago that the whole courtroom glove scenario. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right. I was thinking about how I could get caught up kind of with what's uh, going on mm-hmm. since I since I was on vacation for a week last week. Are you like a week behind? Well, I just, you know, I didn't check in, especially like on local and regional stuff. What were the protests like in uh, Oklahoma? I mean, I only heard secondhand that there were some. Okay. You know, in Tulsa and Oklahoma City, you know, mostly centered around the big cities. Um, I don't think anything on the scale that you were seeing in places like Atlanta and Baltimore and, Mm -hmm. you know, Milwaukee, of course, uh, Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, rather. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there were some in Milwaukee, but <clears throat> nothing on that scale, I don't think. So I'm going to uh, refer to our website, buzzadamsshow.com, uh, where you can get up-to-the-minute updates and articles and blogs. It's buzzadamsshow.com. It seems to be very, very heavy on Joanna stuff here. Hey. hey. <laughs> Joanna's guide for great true crime podcast. To listen to. Right. Tell me uh, about these. How, is my favorite murder on one yes, of the... Yes, it is. My favorite murder is one of the ones you it put in the top four? Yep. Yeah. All right. So so tell us about uh, We've also some of these. got Borderland Crimes. Oh, that's Stephanie Valle. Stephanie Vias. The Murder Squad with Jensen and Holes. That's a pretty good one because earlier this year, they actually helped solve a 40-year-old case thanks to one of their listeners. Okay, you mentioned my favorite murder. Uh-huh. And then, what are, who are the hosts on that? It's two two ladies, Karen right? Karen Kilgariff and George Hardstark. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty well known one. I love that one. I love how their fans call themselves murderinos, and their <laughs> phrase is also "stay sexy and don't get murdered." They call themselves murderinos. Murderinos. That sounds like what Ned Flanders would call. Uh, yeah, that's exactly how it started. <laughs> okay. And also the fourth one is Man in the Window, and this one is from the L.A. Times, and this one specifically is on the Golden State Killer. So it's just like on, like every episode is a different aspect of the right. Golden State Killer? Yeah. Okay. Those are the top four. Let's see what else. Well, there's an open letter from Brandon. What did Brandon say that needed... Um, actually, this one was pretty hard where we had a caller or somebody called into or sent Brandon an email that said, hey, you said something that made me change my mind on all these movements on the Black Lives Matter movements. And at first he was like, well, let's have the guy on air. And we were like, this could go so wrong quickly. Maybe you made him. Maybe he was listening to Clorox Cletus. <laughs> Right. And he thought, hey, that guy makes a lot of sense. Uh, but no, he kind of said that something Brandon said sparked in him and it made him think, like, maybe I need to change my way of thinking and maybe this is my time to just stop and listen. 
Oh, okay. It was very heartwarming. And Joanna's going to post uh, movies people wish they could see again for the first time. Ooh, this one was a great topic on Friday, Buzz. Why would you want to see a movie again for the first time? Maybe it's a movie where it had such a great twist and it stayed with you that you kind of wish you could watch that again just to get that same oh, reaction right. for the first time. Oh, this was, yeah, right, like Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. So it started because I sat down to watch The Village, which a lot of people, you either really love it or you hate that movie. And I fall in that, popu- that small population that I like it. <laughs> but I wish I could see that twist again. And so we kind of just asked our listeners, what movie do you wish you could watch again for the very first time? There was a lot of uh, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park. Oh, so they weren't all like, oh, it was such a, tw- such a great twist. Right, it was just movies they could experience again for the first time. Hmm. The Matrix? I'd like to see that the twist. The Matrix was, a good, was one that was mentioned a lot as well. Oh, you know what's on Prime now that I never saw when it was in theaters? What? Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see that? Uh, I love that movie. Did you watch it? Yeah. I love it. I don't give anything away because I think it just got on Prime. It was like really this good. Week. Yeah. It looks kind of funny in a way. It, yeah, it, it is. It definitely has some good humor it, in so it. So what I can tell you without any spoilers is that it's a murder mystery, but it's real meta. Like It, it refers to a lot of like right. mystery tropes that we're all familiar with. It's not Cabin in the Woods meta, but it's still pretty meta. And uh, I liked that one a lot. I told Brandon and Lisa that they have to watch it. That actually won an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. And it, it, it was, yeah, really good. I'm, hmm. gl- I'm glad I finally got around to watching that. It's, it's weird for me because I've been watching a lot of the Marvel movies. So I've seen Chris Evans in almost everything. I love him. And then it, in Knives Out, he looks nothing like Captain America. I mean, he looks like Chris Evans. Yeah, he looks like Chris Evans. He's not wearing a Captain America suit. He I is mean. so pretty. <laughs> I can't look at him. He's so pretty. He's got America's butt. <laughs> He's America's butt. Yeah. It's America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joanna's got another post here. Hmm. I guess they're not doing live PD in El Paso anymore. This was going well, on because Tulsa's another canceled. one of the cities. The whole, oh, the, show whole show. the whole show got canceled? The whole show got canceled. I just thought... See, the story up when I was visiting my folks in Tulsa was that the city of Tulsa decided they weren't going to renew their contract with Live PD. I didn't know the part that Live PD... Along with ceas- cops. And cops. Well, is it temporary or is it permanent? The, the showrunners seem to make it sound like it's just temporary. But the network said, no, we full-on canceled it. Hey, that thing about Paw Patrol being canceled because it has like that was uh, a joke. That, that was a joke, <laughs> yeah. right? I just want to make sure. <laughs> because you one mean of a little cartoon about dogs and police officers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you but know yeah, who like, doesn't know it's a joke? Who? Like anybody on the internet over the age of fifty thinks it's totally <laughs> real. Well, live video was canceled. If and... you're gonna go after any offensive d- cartoon dog, I I think McGruff. You know. The crime mm-hmm. McGruff, you can tell, has planted evidence before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you could, he's just got that dirty cop mm-hmm. look about him. He's part of the systemic problems yeah. of our police force. Right. <laughs> McGruff. That guy's dirty. You know, he was right there in the war on drugs. 
I'm, I guarantee you that guy's planted like a loose bag. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust McGruff as far as I can throw him. So here's what a, a, I'm going to bring this up just for a second. Yeah. Here's one of the puzzles that we did. This is a thousand piece puzzle. Me and my mom enjoy doing puzzles. Sometimes my dad gets into it, which is, you know, good because he's not as active as he used to mm-hmm. be. So. Anytime he participates, it's just a bonus. That's your night out. So this is a bunch of posters from World War II. And as I was putting together, I was just looking at all the different things people were being encouraged well, to do of, during World War II. Some of them are famous, right? Like Rosie the Riveter. Yeah, we, we can, can do, do it. it. Sure. Uncle Sam. Uh, but I'm looking, and all of these were, were actual posters that existed during the World War II years so there's one here for gunpowder save waste fats so what they were telling people like if you had any leftover fats don't throw them out save them and donate them to the war effort and then there's one over here it's got a picture of a gi and the message says have you really tried to save gas by getting into a car club so they were encouraging people to carpool because they needed the gas for the war effort oh that's interesting uh, there's another one with just a finger pointing. Are you doing all you can? So everybody was being encouraged to save scrap. Mm-hmm. There's another one down to here. To sacrifice, to ration what they ate. Didn't they also say, like, donate your pantyhose or something? Oh, yeah. Well, I think the thing For was... The they, nylons. They, nylons. They weren't selling nylons, or they were asking people not to buy nylons because they needed the nylon for certain materiel. Mm-hmm. So women... Did you just say materiel? Yeah, like war material. <laughs> material. <laughs> Use that pronunciation properly. Do you really want to point out? Right. <laughs> no, uh, it's material with a with an e, meaning ordinance and you know material. <laughs> it's a military term, I'm sure. Uh, war bonds. That was another thing. You just mm-hmm. paid these things. And it was like you gave money, and eventually you cashed them in. Mm-hmm. You know, but it went to the war effort. And they I asked thinking, a lot of the citizens. Right. Uh, there's one here about growing uh, a garden, you know, to provide your own vegetables because food was so necessary for the war effort. And they asked people who weren't already to have a garden. Well, they would call them victory gardens. Victory gardens. Yeah. That's right. So I'm, I'm looking at all these things and I'm like, and they're asking us to like wear a mask and try and stay six feet apart and <laughs> that's people, the hardest thing in the people world people <laughs> are going out with machine guns and protesting it <laughs> it's like were there protesters back then it's like i'm gonna get i'm not gonna save my waste fats <laughs> this is america and america can't tell me what to do with my waste fats like i i as I was doing this puzzle because it takes several hours to do a puzzle of this size but it just had me thinking Got all the stuff they asked people to yeah. do during World War II. Way in harder. addition to people who you know signed up and went over to overseas and yeah. actually you know didn't come back, some of them. But the things they were asking non-combatants to do seemed a lot more extensive yeah. than what we've been asked to it's do. Extraordinary. And it's like I wonder if they had the same mindset of people who were like, "You can't tell me what to do." Yeah, they would. They would probably laugh at us now. I'm gonna wear nylons. I never wore nylons before, and I'm a guy, but I'm gonna do it now because the government tells me I can't. Uh, all right, we'll go over and check out our website at buzzadamshow.com. 
real quick, did you hear that NASCAR made a move? This story is uh, over a week old. Mm-hmm. They're not going to allow people to bring Confederate flags mm-hmm. to NASCAR events anymore. Which is crazy. It's crazy that people are still bringing Confederate flags, flags. to anything in 2020. Mm-hmm. But uh, they said that those aren't going to be welcome anymore. I don't know how they're going to like prevent it in the parking lot. I don't know if they could prevent it in the parking lot. What are they going to do if somebody brings in a Confederate flag? And how upset are fans? Well, some of them got to be real upset. Yeah, you got to figure there's a there's a certain percentage that's like I I've, I've had it. I'm no longer a fan of NASCAR or whatever. But maybe maybe more fan people will become fans of NASCAR. Yeah. I don't think there are a lot of people who's like I'm not really into NASCAR. If they got rid of those Confederate flags, I might watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the reason. I, I would guess they'll probably lose a lot of pretty committed fans who, you know, this is the last straw. Yep. You know, now you won't let us fly our Confederate flag. That's our flag. It's heritage, not hate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, NASCAR's uh, good for them, I yeah, say. Very progressive. Yeah, it's about NASCAR. time. I- it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. A couple movie notes from Hollywood. Uh, a couple of movies have been delayed. Godzilla vs. Kong has been pushed back. Oh, man. So has Matrix 4. Have both been delayed. While the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, has been pushed up by five oh. days. I don't know what the original release date on that was, but they were pretty heavily showing those uh, trailers for the James Bond. Mm-hmm. I think it was April. It, that's, it was supposed to come out April. They pushed uh-huh. it back. So it's only been pushed forward relative to when it had been pushed back. Oh, okay. The ones I'm really looking forward to yes. are Tenet. Oh, the uh, Chris Nolan movie. Was yes. that one pushed back? The date for that was, I think, the 17th of July. I don't know. but Looks crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. It looks like an Inception sequel. Yeah, I don't think it's an Inception thing necessarily, but like a mind death. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tenant has been moved to July 31st. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Is that the only Marvel movie coming out this year? Joanna, do you know that? I Is that the only Marvel movie coming out this year? This year... I think so. I think there are some shows coming out. I think There's a She-Hulk show's coming out. and But not this year. WandaVision? Yeah. Not what, the, the, that's not coming out this year? No. How about the karate one? The karate kid? No. No. Which one's the karate one? Iron Fist. No, not Iron Fist. The karate... The, <laughs> there was one... Marvel comic in the 70s. I can't remember. It was never one of my favorite titles. Mm -hmm. It was basically cashing in on the popularity of karate movies Mm -hmm. of the 70s. Kai Shek, maybe? Oh. Um, Anyway, I think that's coming out. And I'm not even sure if that's a movie or a TV show, but the Black Widow movie looks really cool. It's got one of my favorite villains of all time. The Taskmaster. You know what his superpower is? Um, he can give you homework assignments. No. <laughs> 
photographic reflexes, <laughs> which is made up, but so the the power okay. is supposedly he could see somebody do something like Captain America throw his shield. And, and then he could throw he could the throw shield just, just like, like all he has to do is observe somebody doing something, and then he he can repeat it. So he's got like arrows like Hawkeye. He's got a, he carries a shield like Captain America. I don't know. He's pretty pretty kick ass. What if he Super watched villain. Dancing with the Stars? Could yeah, he dance absolutely. just like them? I have no doubt. Anything. Like what's the stupidest use he could use his powers for? Well, there was one comic that I recall from the eighties where Taskmaster, and he's in his full supervillain getup. <laughs> And he's talking to somebody, and they happen to be on a golf course. (laughs) (laughs) So he picks up one of the golf clubs, and he swings, and he knocks a hole in one. Of course. So it's like, he must have seen somebody golf. (laughs) Because that's his super... I don't know. It's It's interesting, yeah. He eventually, I think, became... This was kind of like after I quit reading comics. He eventually became like the... He would train new superheroes, so like he started working for the good guys. So oh, he, okay. he yeah, was so he would, good he could. Yeah, teach he would the, teach the new superheroes everything they needed to do, and I, I think maybe he became Captain America for a while. So hmm. I, I don't know the complete arc of Taskmaster. Is she's going to be. Uh, he's going to be in um, the new Black Widow movie. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Here you go, Nico. You hit your uh, 30s, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, Congrats. I did. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Dirty there's a, 30. There's a uh, a survey that says that the average guy starts becoming their father at the age of 37. Mm-hmm. They, what are those commercials? Like, I think it's for insurance or something where it's like uh, you're turning into your parents. Or they're trying to teach him not to, like, silence your phone. I can't silence my phone. Everybody can. There's a button right here. Well, that's not the commercials I was thinking about. <laughs> I don't know the one you're talking about. You haven't seen those where like a guy is trying to teach people not to be turn into their their parents. No, the ones I've seen are like where they the guys go out for to a club and the one guy is wearing khakis with a you know and he's like a round of jalapeno poppers right here. <laughs> oh yeah, those are great. Or it's like a young couple goes out with another young couple, but the one young couple is starting to act like their parents. So the waitress comes up and they're like, and are you a student? What are you studying? And she's like, art history. Yeah, but what are you going to do for money? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be your waitress. Well, we'll be your customers. According to a new survey, the average guy starts turning into his father at the age of 37. That's not too far off Mm -hmm. for you, Nico. No. And more than two thirds of men say they feel more like their father every single year. So they've got a list of signs that you're turning into your dad. Uh, watching if, submarine movies. That's mine. Submarine movies? <laughs> yeah, There's my dad a loves- genre of submarine movies. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know, like history and stuff. But there, there like Red is. Dawn. Yeah. And. Uh, Hunt for Red well, not, October. Not Red Dawn. Hunt for Red October. The one uh, U-Boat. They're yeah. the... Das Boot. Da, yeah. <laughs> uh, Buzz, at 37, did you notice if you were starting to act like your dad? Not in any useful way. Like, my dad can... <laughs> if I was acting like my dad, it was, it, like, in the only in the ways that were the least useful. Like, you know, my dad would go out and fix stuff yeah and i just and never, you didn't pick that up i didn't get that gene <laughs> or whatever 
So let me give you a few. And okay. You tell me if you feel like you're you're trending toward this. Okay. Uh, signs that you might be turning into your dad. You start taking grilling very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, tell me the truth. I mean, if I'm the grill master that day, yeah. If it's my if it's my picnic. I've never seen you grill. Well, it's usually when you're out. Of, it's usually when you're gone. Right. <laughs> it's usually your meat. <laughs> uh, another sign you're turning into your dad. You fix things instead of just replacing them. I, I do like tape up jobs and stuff. You know. <laughs> I do a lot of gorilla glue myself. <laughs> <laughs> you start telling dad jokes. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a pre-existing condition. I mean, that's... You feel like that's one that, yeah. that I really do a lot of, yeah. right? This one apply to you. You don't have kids, but you tell your kids, ask your mother. You fall asleep on the couch watching sports. <laughs> no, but you do fall asleep watching 90 Day Fiance. You grunt getting up off the couch. Buzz. Buzz. <sighs> <laughs> You grunt when you're just breathing. <laughs> you mute commercials. No. No, I fast forward through the commercials mm-hmm. if I can. You love to mow the lawn. Now, you think this one doesn't apply to me. It does not apply you, to you. I was home. <laughs> and my parents' riding mower. Oh, my God. I love mowing the yard on that thing because you control it with these two little handles on the side yeah. almost like one of those rowing machines at the gym nice. except you maneuver it around i i love it i could just do it for hours and hours well, and i did too so you actually mow the lawn when you're up home yeah nice so why don't you do it when you're living here i don't know it's just you know i got a guy that comes over he does all that and now it's almost like a symbiotic relationship you know he really counts on me i really count on him <laughs> Like we need each other, yeah, keeping you know. the economy going. Like it would be a if I if I ever decided to start taking care of my own yard, it would be, I'd have to have a real tough talk with the guy who's been doing it for so long. I mean, he would really be crushed. <laughs> He'd take a big financial hit. Sorry, Noah. <laughs> yeah, you know the guy. Yeah, yeah Noah. <laughs> I don't want to do that to him, and also I really that I really don't relish the idea of doing all that stuff. But out there on that. Th- on that one my parents have, love it. But in my yard, and my yard's not small, but with their mower, it would be like this. You'd do one square, and oh, yeah. it would most of it would be done. Uh, you don't like it when other people touch the thermostat. Mm. No. Why was it at 74 when I came home? I like to keep it at 70. And for some reason, it was 74. 74 is the point where I start sweating it was, inside the house. That's kind of hot. It was, yeah. it was just too uh, had cold. You, had yeah. you adjusted it? A little bit. I may have, I may have touched your thermostat. Don't touch his Don't thermostat. touch my thermostat. That I asked does, permission. The thing that bothers me the most <laughs> about your generation and younger, because this applies to my daughter's generation, my mm-hmm. nephew's, you will like link up your phone to in the car without even asking. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Buzz, Buzz really hated this. <laughs> Anybody under the age of I'm going to say forty, eh, younger than that, thirty, really, you're at the upper limit. They get into your car. It's like, hey, can I 
Can I sync my phone to your... Oh, to like play music? Yeah, yeah. I want to play a song for you. I need to... <laughs> ah! What they don't realize is sometimes you do that, then I have trouble getting mine back on there because it got kicked off somehow. But wow. people do it. Yeah, they don't even... They just go in and start dealing... Like Whoa. my nephew and my daughter, every time they just go in there and they start doing the thing, uh, screw you and your car. I'm going to hook up to your car. And they hook up their thing and then they're playing their music through it and then like a day later I'm driving want to hear a podcast, want to hear, you know, This American Life or something. Oh, give my some, God. Give me some Ira Glass going. The next thing I know, it's like, where's my phone? A crud. My phone got kicked off. I could link to my nephew's phone, but not to mine. I'm sorry you don't know how easy it is to turn on Bluetooth. <laughs> it ain't that easy. Oh, all right. So don't. I think change around the Bluetooth settings. is the Bluetooth in the car is my thermostat. <laughs> That's the thing that it would take. Just ask. At yeah. least just show some goddamn courtesy, courtesy and ask before you just go in there. Afterwards. Yeah, right. Thank you, Joanna. <laughs> exactly right. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. The uh, state of Kentucky, I'm sure, is a beautiful state. I don't think I've ever been through no? Kentucky. I don't think so. Do you know? Uh, I don't know. We traveled a lot when I was a kid, and I wasn't necessarily paying attention everywhere. Do you know the capital? Frankfurt? Oh, I thought it was Louisville. I think it's Frankfurt. Okay. Yeah, why don't you look that up? I should look that up. <laughs> I love when Nico asks me something, and it turns out I know it, but he did. He thought he did, but he didn't. Nice. It happens more often than you think. Oh, you're waiting on yeah, me? Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Kentucky. <laughs> They passed a Go. new. They, while you're looking it up, they passed a new law last year in Kentucky making bestiality illegal. I mean, having what? sexual sexual it contact went, with animals. In what year? Last year, 2019. 2019? Don't quit working on that capital of Kentucky. Oh, it's, it's Frankfurt. <laughs> Believe it or not, bestiality still isn't specifically illegal. In a, in a few states. Nice. There are, are four states where it's not on the books as being illegal. Hawaii, New Mexico. New Mexico. New Mexico. Wyoming, and West Virginia. And up until last year, Kentucky. So here are the, uh, the, the trailblazers who are now the first people to feel the wrath of that law in Kentucky. A 55-year-old man named Christopher Jones... And a 44-year-old woman named Nolene Horn were just indicted under the new law for sexual crimes against an animal. No way. And if you're wondering if they were separate incidences, no, it seems that this stemmed... They, they were, like, working in tandem with whatever they were doing. <laughs> so the story is that back in November of last year, something happened with the two of them involving a dog. Mm-hmm. In Maysville, Kentucky. You know, it's not clear s- who did what to, to, what, to, who? to what. Yeah. <laughs> but we do know that after an investigation, they were both arrested and charged. So those were the first two people to be to be prosecuted for bestiality under Kentucky's new law. How pissed do you think they are that this law came into existence? What? I didn't see a notice in the newspaper. <laughs> 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 They're both facing felony charges so the next time we're going off and doing a florida man game or a florida man story just keep in mind florida does have anti-bestiality 
Interesting. But New Mexico, Wyoming, West Virginia, and Hawaii do not. Did they? Um, th- they said it, the animal, right? They said it was a dog. They said it was a dog, oh, and they didn't get into any more specifics. And I, frankly, I don't want to know. <laughs> um, so here's something that I, I'd heard two sides of. You, you remember when the president mm-hmm. of the United States, mm-hmm. it's Donald Trump. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. went to take a picture in front of a church and he held up a bi- that was recent photo. I think yeah, yeah. right uh, like I had heard that there were people protesting and they just went out and tear gassed him mm-hmm. uh, to get him out of the way and then I heard people say no nobody you know people from the Trump administration say nobody Barr was specifically Bill Barr specifically said nobody they either said nobody was tear gassed or they weren't being peaceful but uh, this maybe is a little bit of clarification. The U.S. Secret Service has come out and clarified that it did use pepper spray yeah. and it, to get rid of the crowd of, and they described them as peaceful protesters in front of the White House. Well, I think Bill Barr said that... They that, weren't peaceful. Uh, that they're, no, that, it, that pepper spray is not a chemical irritant. That's how he described it, and that, that doesn't count as a uh, you know tear gas or something. Well, you sprayed a bunch of people with... Yeah, but it's not tear gas, according to... You, you sp- sprayed people with pepper spray so your boy could go take a picture holding up a Bible the wrong and way. And they threw out smoke canisters. So the smoke canisters and the pepper spray, you know. Uh-huh. Well, the the Secret Service seems to... Well, not seems to. They definitely are conf- confirming that they use pepper spray. Oh, so Bill Barr's coming back and saying, well, when I said they didn't use tear gas, they used pepper, pepper spray. spray. Yeah. So I was right. <laughs> <laughs> And Derek Chauvin is the name of the police officer who who knelt on George Floyd's neck. Uh, he could still collect more than $1 million from his police pension. Whoa. Even if he's convicted of murder in the George Floyd really? case. Yeah. Well, but that, that police pension is what he's already put into it, right? Part of it? Well, I, I don't think he's put away a $1 million in the... 14, 15 years that he's been in the forest. How could it be that big then? Unless they're matching it or? Yeah, I don't I don't know how it could get up to a million dollars. I mean, That's like I don't, big. I don't know a lot of, poli- I know a lot of police officers, but I don't know any that are planning to retire millionaires. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe a million dollar pension over the course of your retirement, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, there's also an investigation right now in Houston over the former police officer and former is key here as we'll get to in a minute who busted george floyd for drugs Mm -hmm. it turns out that that cop who arrested george floyd in houston was charged with murder and record tampering and now all of the cases that he was involved in are under review whoa so uh you might have heard people talking uh about George Floyd's criminal record, mm-hmm. which he did have. Some of it was for drug possession. One of it was for uh, an an armed home invasion. Okay. That's the one he went to. Pr- that's one of the ones he went to uh, prison before. Mm-hmm. But now they're saying that that the drug charge might not be well. One of the drug legit. Char- I guess it's one of the drug charges. There's there more than one drug charge. Look, even if all that was true, and you know, people who know him say, "Yeah, he he'd been to prison and mm-hmm. he screwed up a few times, but he really felt like he was getting his life back on track." Mm-hmm. Uh, but even if he was 
high on something which they claim he was, even if he even if he knowingly tried to pass a con- a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. I was thinking about that also. Like, you ever use a hundred dollar bill and they they mark on it? No, I've never had a hundred. <laughs> okay, well sometimes they do. They usually don't do it for a twenty. Yeah, but I I paid for something with a hundo, and they <laughs> they use like a highlighter on it or whatever. Yeah, right. Since this happened, it made me wonder: what if they ever do that and they say this is a Confederate? A confederate, <laughs> excuse me, a counterfeit. <laughs> this is a confederate flag. Why are you trying to buy this? <laughs> if they said this is a counterfeit bill, my I would say, well, I didn't make it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like if if you passed on a counterfeit <laughs> yeah. bill, bill, there's a good chance you got it from somebody, right? Yeah, but I think that they have I, to jo- prove you knowingly passed it along. Yeah, so they hadn't. I mean, they hadn't proved that by the time the cops showed no. up. But but even if they did know that, which they didn't, you still don't put your knee on somebody's neck until they you know they can't breathe and they die right there on the pavement. Even if they'd known that this guy Absolutely. had gotten in trouble for home invasion, been to prison, you know whether they knew that or not, it doesn't mean he deserved to die, right? Yeah. Especially like that. I'm thinking of all those police officers who were on the scene. Then there were people who were filming them. You don't see them, but they're yelling at the cops. Mm-hmm. Get like, off, you're telling get me, off. and they were right. You're telling me these these random people knew more than these police that are supposed to go through training. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of it's bizarre. That's stunning. Yeah, in a certain way. And uh, I, I forget the guy's name, but did you see the video? Uh, I think it was Buffalo, where a protester walks. Well, I don't. I won't say walk. The police were clearing an area for a curfew, and it's the older guy who got pushed to the ground by the cops. Oh yeah. yeah. And there's been a, okay. So the two sides of this are well, they didn't really push him. He kind of stumbled. And then there are people like, no, you totally pushed him. And then you mean how Antifa is training seventy-five-year-old <laughs> men. To make their own army. Well, yeah. there, there have been to a, scan police equipment and to uh-huh. what? What's that? You didn't hear that? That's supposed. They, they said that supposedly there was a you know a rumor that he was trying to scan the police you know uh, radios. And scan? Stuff. Yeah. Or, Let me find Trump's tweet. Right, it's your Trump. Tweet, I was going to say there have been some conspiracy-minded individuals, including the president, <laughs> who have tweeted out that this guy, the seventy-five-year-old guy, was a part of Antifa. Yeah. He's and, a provocateur. And that, well, what I understood was that he intentionally went up and then took a flop, you know, like in basketball, like you you faked like you've been fouled. Trump's tweet from a couple of days ago says, Buffalo protesters shoved by police could be an Antifa provocateur. 75-year-old Martin Gugino was pushed away after appearing to scan police communications in order to block out the equipment. I watched. He fell harder than he was pushed. Was aiming scanner. Could be a setup? Question mark? Question mark? Wait, so he had a scanner that was No, I think that was do, all disproven. I don't think no, that... No, no, no. But I'm saying, what is the president claiming? That, that he, he had is, a scanner that and somehow was that was going to make their guns not work? Appearing to scan police communications. Com- yeah. Oh, like radios. He was going to secure. scramble the... Does such technology right. exist? Uh, probably, no. but not, not for the 75-year-old. So they looked into it and he's not... Involved. Once again, we're not even sure if Antifa 
as an organization actually exist. It's looking more and more like it does not. I think he he is like a volunteer for like the Catholic um, charity anti, uh, he, anti-violence he, league or something like that. What I'd heard about him is that he, you know, community ad, uh, yeah. uh, activist involved in a lot of social justice uh, movements. Seventy-five years old. Um, I, I it didn't look like he intentionally fell. I don't know if the police intentionally pushed him, uh, but I don't think that most of those things in that tweet are accurate. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Joanna, I'm going to need your attention in a few minutes. Okay. I know you got a lot on your plate today. <laughs> Joanna's running things. Yeah. So Nico came in. I didn't clear it with the rest of the team. Uh-oh. Yeah. But I only did it the last minute because uh, Brandon pulled up sick, so he's not so just good. It would have just been you and Joanna. For sure. Yeah, which we would have made it work, but I was like, well, Nico, come on in. Uh, do the show with us. Have you been to sleep tonight? I have not. So you have I'm, not slept. You haven't slept? No, I went straight from the comedy club. Uh, to my house. To your house. Oh, okay. Ran into Buzz. <laughs> I said, hey, come on in. Lisa's on vacation. Brandon's sick. I feel like I'm going to get, at some point, I might get balled out for that. Yeah. Well, as long as I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> but, Joanna, the reason I need your, your attention later is because I, sure. I have a pun theater Ooh, for Ooh, okay. Yeah. I knew you'd be excited. I am. <laughs> So here's an unpopular opinion. Sure. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Not a very funny show. <sighs> unpopular opinion, and it is causing a rift between you and Nico now. Well, we were we were sitting around and thinking of something to watch. He goes, "Here, I want you to would would you watch? It's always sunny in Philadelphia well, because what are you just watching it? Are you binge watching it all the way through, or did you watch it the entire time it's been on?" Uh, both. That's kind of like Harry Potter. Like I go through it once a year. Oh, you you've seen it multiple times. multiple times. Yeah, it's yeah. that good. And I thought you and I vibe so much about the same comedy stuff that <laughs> you guys vibe sh- <laughs> that uh, I assumed you would like it, and I was so disappointed <laughs> that we could not watch all 154 episodes together. <laughs> and oh. like you, you were like angrily against it. Like, it wasn't even just like, ah, oh, this is okay. I don't it's like not, it that much. Oh, you were already resistant to it before. No, no, no. I went in with an open mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it was just like, I, I, I don't think it's very clever. I think the acting is really subpar. The plot lines are clearly designed just to be like, oh, that's super offensive. I can't believe they did that. But then they don't follow it up with anything really funny. Look, I think... It's just not a lot of laughs. I think you're just in that boomer... You put me in a bad mood, actually. <laughs> I don't know. You, it put you in a bad mood? Yeah, it yeah watching he, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia actually put me in a bad mood. He got real grumpy. I want to continue this conversation when Brandon comes back. Because he's a big fan. And yeah. I, you know what? I think you have to enjoy dark humor. You really have to enjoy dark comedy. Would you consider Arrested Development dark comedy? No, not really. I would say it's... Give me an example of some other dark, dark humor. I would say um, What We Do in the Shadows. I love that show. But it's great. Yeah, but the only reason you like that more is because Because it's funny. No, because it has the premise of vampires around it. So it doesn't make it abstract. Like this is about just random people that are terrible. And you you really don't see a a point to why they're acting terrible. 
if they were acting terrible in a way that got laughs, I would laugh. <laughs> but I don't think that this it, like nothing lands. It all seems so. Nico specifically picked out episodes I should watch, and one of the very first one he shows me, two of the main characters do blackface, and I was thinking, "Holy crap! When did this happen? 2013? They did this episode where the where two of the characters do blackface." Yeah, but the characters think that it's okay, not the like not the actors. It's like they're making fun of it. It's very meta, Buzz. This is you, you got to get on a separate level here. All right. Well, if they'd followed it up with it being genuinely hysterically funny, maybe I Look, would have laughed, but I, have, it wasn't. It's not going to have your punchlines. <laughs> it's not going to have your setup punchline format like a, a normal sitcom. Yeah, but it doesn't have humor either. It does. A dumpster Baby. That that title alone is hilarious. <laughs> All right, tell me one funny thing in the Dumpster Baby episode, other than just the concept that finding a baby in a dumpster is funny. When they when they <laughs> took it to the the agent, the acting agent, to see if they could get the baby in commercials, and stupid, then the, really the agent was like, "Nope, sorry, white babies are out right now. Um, we're we're only <laughs> look, looking at Hispanic babies." <laughs> I'll, I'll go. In addition to being unfunny, everything just seems real lazy about it. It it doesn't seem like a lot of thought or effort went into it. I I just think it's really subpar. You, you haven't that seen even with Danny DeVito in it. It, it looks like Danny DeVito just kind of glanced at his lines five minutes before he went in. To it, nobody, not it even. doesn't feel like anybody's put a lot of effort into the acting. You part haven't even it. seen the musical part. They have like several musicals that they. Well, I watched what you decided to show me. All right, and the first one, I'm like, okay, well maybe that was a clunker. The second one. But yeah, you never really gave it more of a chance. Like, you weren't open to any of the episodes I was showing you. I watched, what I watched? Three of them? Yeah. How many more should I watch? 150. It, you know when something's funny, it, it makes you happy and, and uh-huh. laugh? It had the opposite. of It was aggressively unfunny. And it put you in a bad mood. Yeah, I don't see how. <laughs> it's so funny. At least watch the one where Sweet D Do you announces like- that she's pregnant. <laughs> And then she's like, and one of you is the father. Uh, do you like Charlie Day's character? I mean, he's like a, a huge megastar in other, you know, things that you like. Is he? Yeah. Like what? Um, Horrible Boss is the only other thing I've ever seen him Pacific in. Pacific Rim? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot he's in that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess giant robots versus dumpster babies and doing blackface <laughs> to me are, are more entertaining. I wouldn't call it funny. But I, I did like Pacific Rim. You got me on that one. Um, yeah, just not. I don't get it. You did. I mean, like there are other it. things people love that I just. But you know, you're you're in the unpopular part. Like you're not in the majority of opinions. You're definitely in the minority. I like. I mean, there's some stuff that's like, oh, that's wildly offensive. But but I I, I recognize that it's funny. Like. Book of Mormon, South Park. There are plenty of things that's like, oh, that is so transgressive, but it's really funny. Yeah, I, I just don't think you get it. Oh, you showed me a show that I'd heard about but never watched, Rick and Morty, and mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Like, I just watched all of them, and then I was disappointed that there weren't more of them. Yeah, Rick and Morty's great. Um, what, but what did you like? What did you like about Rick and Morty besides that? That it's always sunny does not have humor. 
There are just some really, really funny observations and quips in Rick and Morty. That's what really makes it. And I don't know. It's just dull. No, you know what That's I think? What, you know what it is? Unfunny, but more importantly, dull. No, see, you didn't like Rick and Morty at the beginning, and you finally like got okay. a chance to like get the mythology behind it and all the characters. That's what happens on It's Always Sunny. They've got characters like Cricket that you see throughout the uh, series. I saw no Cricket. Uh, well, I, the episodes I showed you didn't have these characters, but they have like random characters that are... Choose better episodes. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the moral the of the story. The ones you chose were Dumpster Babies. Lethal Weapon 6. That's the one with blackface, I guess. Yeah. And then there was one about like a, a uh, pedophiles running a children's <laughs> beauty pageant. Frank was running it. He was trying not to seem like a pedophile. <laughs> oh, right. He was trying to steer it in a non-pedophile direction. I'm not like, oh my God, that's so offensive. That's not what I'm saying. It was just like, eh. Yeah. Why, do you think, why would they have 14 seasons? It just got renewed for a 15th yeah. season. It's going to be the... I don't know. Why does Family Guy have 17 seasons? <laughs> <laughs> I never got that e- either. Um, I never got... You know, I, I never liked oh, the one with the nerds and the whole joke is... Big Bang Theory. Ner- yeah, Big Bang Theory. Like I never thought that was a great show, but it didn't make me like unhappy. Like it didn't put me in a foul mood. Other than it's like ah, the show really sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Just well, I mean, I could get along. Crummy. I could get. I, I can understand why you don't like Big Bang Theory. It's a pop culture kind of you know easy to digest sitcom. But it's always Here's sunny. Here's the synopsis. How many seasons do you think they did a Big Bang Theory? Let's say they did uh, fourteen. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Because 12. I am currently rewatching that. <laughs> Here's the synopsis of all 14 seasons of Big Bang Theory. You ready? Uh-huh. Look, nerds. <laughs> that's it? Yep, that's the whole that's the whole premise. Now I'm going to show you what's really funny. I got a pun theater for John. <laughs> this is yeah. how it's done. Yeah, show us depth. Uh-huh. Okay, so a guy decided that he wanted to become a beekeeper, but he didn't have any bees. So he went to this place that that sold bees. Mm. He said, give me a thousand of your best honeybees. So the guy that worked there got all the bees out, and he goes, here you go, a thousand and one bees. And the guy said, okay, what's with the one extra one? Uh And the dude said, oh, that's a freebie. (laughs) (laughs) that was funnier than anything i saw in three episodes of you're welcome it's the buzz adams morning show podcast oh maybe maybe every week i should just have an unpopular opinion like that i know is going to be unpopular Mm -hmm. so the thing about uh it's always sunny in philadelphia vis-a-vis is it funny or not seems to be running just from the comments about five to one against my position mm-hmm. so five to one think that it's hysterical i i didn't see too many comments like taking the middle position that uh, it's you know it's okay i think earlier when we discussed it somebody had said like eh, it's all right it's all right that their husband watched it i think they didn't like it 
I, I guess the thing is, humor is a pretty subjective thing, mm. so. You really got riled, though. Damon! You really got riled that I didn't like it as much as you thought Fighter I should like it. Fighter of the night, man. Oh. What the hell is it? Champion of the sun. That's the episode you should have shown him. I should have shown him that one. All right. Oh, and there are a lot of suggestions like which episode you, yeah. sh- you should show me. Yeah. Um, Wade Boggs episode gets mentioned. You you, I, you almost put I that almost one did on. because I was looking for a, a word that Buzz would know. Like you know who Wade Boggs is, right, Buzz? He's like, yeah, I know that. So I thought that would be a good episode, but we didn't watch it. Hero or hate crime? Wait a minute, is that an episode? Uh, yes. And then people just start throwing out things that I should check out that are, that so are that's, funny. That episode's pretty funny because Mac is about to get crushed by a falling piano. And Danny DeVito's character yells out at him the F word for, for gay. Gayman, yes. And it gets his attention, and then he, uh, he's not smashed by the piano. So Frank, uh, Danny DeVito thinks he's a hero <laughs> for calling him that. <laughs> Uh, Renee recommends the high school re- reunion episode. Yeah, that one's pretty funny. Sweet D dates a retarded guy. <laughs> the hell? Like you, you follow along with how bad these people are supposed to be. Like, yeah, but just they're like ca- they're cartoonishly bad almost, and they don't really care about what anybody else thinks. Or, yeah, but even really bad people, I don't know. It's just not. Buzz probably thinks real comedy was Charlie Chaplin. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good one. Uh, a few more comments here. Uh, Big Mouth on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's a cartoon, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one that John Mulaney and Nick Kroll um, do. You know, I watched, at, at your suggestion, I watched a, a couple of uh, John Mulaney stand-up specials Mm -hmm. great really funny oh they are but not super dirty which would surprise me because that big mouth that i'd seen a couple episodes of like long enough to tell my daughter no she's not watching this yeah (laughs) although it will teach you about your body (laughs) and what's going on but his stand-up is not super dirty no and and that show is pretty Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's pretty dirty i've never seen that big mouth yeah it's like it's about kids and they're going through puberty and they have puberty monsters. Let's see what else did I see some recommendations for Brickleberry? Is that the one where he's like a it's like a policeman? Uh that's Paradise PD. Uh Brickleberry is about the uh, forest rangers. And uh Oh, I guess I didn't see that one. Maybe I didn't. I think they're created by the same people. Maybe the funny show on television right now that I could now, on any for, any platform, it is maybe what we do in the shadows. On <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I keep meaning to start that. That's Have so you not great. seen that, Joanna? Oh my god, it is it is pretty great. So I loved the movie What We Do in the Shadows with mm-hmm. Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. Uh, they do messed up stuff in that show too. Yeah, but it's funny. They turned a baby into a vampire. Uh, that's that's funny. That's like a big no-no in the vampiring world. It's like Nandor turned a baby, turn baby into a vampire. As much as I love 
the movie, I was thinking, oh, okay, well, I can't believe they got Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement to be on the TV show. And then I tuned it in, and it wasn't. But what it looked like at first was, oh, they, they just cast lookalikes. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. So, Joanna, when you start watching it, mm-hmm. they're completely different characters. Okay. They live in a completely different country because the movie was set in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And this one is set in Staten, Staten Island. Island. Staten Island, New York. And you know the best part? I, I think now I prefer the TV cast to the movie as much as I love the movie. Like, I love all the cast members. The TV cast is uh, great. The TV cast is fantastic. I like the emotional vampire. <laughs> oh, the energy vampire. Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson. Uh, he's got a familiar name, Guillermo, who's a Mexican-American young man who has always dreamt of being a vampire. vampire. I don't know if this is a spoiler. You don't find this out until the end of the first Oh, season. no, don't say don't it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't tell her. No. I'll save it for you. Yeah. Thank Joanne, if you, Thank you seriously intend on, <laughs> on watching it, that'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. Boy, oh, boy, what else is going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Father's Day is coming up. <laughs> yeah, got my dad uh, some pajama bottoms. Just the bottoms? M- he didn't want you to get tops? <laughs> no. Well, he didn't say anything. It was my mom who said, you know, this is what he really needs. You it know, was like my dad is shrinking, so I had to get him mediums hmm. because the large just fall. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have a hip anymore. You know what would be uh, adorable <laughs> is if you got him one of those sleeping sh- gowns or shirts and then one of the, the hats. Like a little hat. A sleeping hat. Yeah. I, maybe I should have done that because my mom's big complaint is that my dad is always cold now and that he needs a blanket even when it's sweltering in the house. Like they'll keep the AC around 78. Yeah. They've been touching the <laughs> AC. How did yeah. it feel when you were there? I turned it down to 70. <laughs> <laughs> so you messed with it. Yeah. Nice. But it didn't matter because even when it was a 78 or 80, he still had a blanket on him Yeah, as he's sitting in his chair. He's, get, he's getting really up there is what I'm saying. What are you going to do for your dad for Father's Day? I wonder how he feels about ties after getting a thousand of them. Um, I feel like that's what we always get my dad. And he has really? a thousand ties. Yeah. You go with that cliche? Yeah, or cologne. You can get him. I know your dad's a golfer. Like mm-hmm. We have really animated discussions, me and your dad, about golf. Yeah, it's real you gross. You met his dad? That's oh, cute. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Uh, <laughs> get him a golf thing. Uh, yeah, he has everything. He, he gets himself all his own golf stuff. So it's kind of hard to figure out. You know what a golfer always needs? Balls? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. But the thing is... <laughs> All right, Dad. You got to find out what kind he plays and get exactly that kind because you specific. He likes the smooth ones. What are the? the, There are no smooth ones. That doesn't (laughs) exist. (laughs) There haven't been smooth golf balls for like 140 years. Before (laughs) these. But people get me golf balls, and it's like if it's not the exact, it has to be Titleist Pro, Titleist Pro V1. Oh, I just made that up. X. Which is the whatever the one with the red numbers. So my brother got me. No, you know, listen. He just knew I played titles Pro V One. He got me the ones with the black numbers. Hmm. And you needed the red numbers. I need the red. And numbers. he gave you like a whole bunch of them, didn't he? Uh, whatever comes in a case, and they're not it. They're not cheap. You know, 
You're looking at 50 bucks. Expensive balls, yeah. Damn, for balls? Well, let me just say, anybody thinking about getting their dance with golf balls, just get the exact... I mean, not every golfer's so specific, but get most golfers are very specific about which Nico, golf balls they make play. Make sure you know which specific Yeah, I'll find your brand. Your dad, like... I'll find out his brand. It's almost like getting somebody a pack of cigarettes. Like you don't have any idea? Uh, no, I have no idea what balls he likes to hit. But um, Native Spirit Blues. <laughs> those are my cigarettes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> One time he was doing me a favor, so I was going to do him a favor. Nico said, "Pick me up some smokes." So I went in, and all I knew was Native, Native Spirit, Native American. Is that what it's called, or Spirit? Uh, oh my God! Native you spirit. didn't even know yeah. what cigarettes he smoked. <laughs> Native Spirit Blue. But the thing is, there's a light blue American and dark spirits. American spirits. <laughs> American spirits. Yeah, they got colors. Yeah, but there was a dark, uh, like a. Why do you like those? I don't know anybody don't else know. who smokes they're, those. They're all natural cigarettes. They're supposed to be healthier for you. I think it's supposed to be less tar. So what did you do? Did you just get both the blues? or? Like I sat there racking my brain. <laughs> like I've seen him smoke these things a thousand times. Is it a dark blue or is it a light blue? Did I. Did I get the right one? Dark blue is the organic uh, tobacco. <laughs> I think I went with light blue. So yeah. Oh, but uh, just to go back to your question, I'm, I think I'm going to get my dad a cologne because we can both use it. <laughs> so that's a good. Gift. Put any thought to what you're going to get him? I like uh, polo. I mean, I think he likes. <laughs> I think he likes polo. I remember when I first started wanting to use cologne, I'd go back and get my dad's cologne. He had. English leather with that wooden <laughs> top, like a cork top on top of it. Nice. But then he had all these other colognes that Dracar Noir. No, 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 no. He didn't have that. But like it was a bottle in the shape of an old timey car, or a bottle of cologne in the shape of a gun, and things like that. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I guess they used to make him an interesting perfume decanter back in the <laughs> olden days. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm just really treading water at this point. <laughs> Vamping, like everybody was saying. Oh, you know, welcome back, Buzz. Seems like you have a lot to talk about. Well, that lasted four hours and forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad everyone is happy you're back because last week we just kept getting a bunch of oh, Buzz isn't here. I'm out. What in the comments? In the or people comments. would take the time to call you up no, in and the tell comments, you in the chat. Well, even that's a lot of effort to type it. I, I don't feel like I'm really knocking it out of the part right this second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of glancing over everything here. Oh, the lady with the... Uh, oh, yes. The, i got to play this back for you. We did yes. talk about this earlier, but... So, you know, the Karen phenomenon, which is what you call a bossy lady. It doesn't even have to be an old lady. Mm -hmm. It can be a young lady. But who comes up and starts complaining about something you're doing? As you know, what a Karen is, right? Yeah, entitled, privileged. So this is uh, a woman who is in a park in California, and her kids are in one of those. Uh, I think they're called Power Wheels. They're like little tiny cars that kids, you know, you could pick them up like with one hand. Yeah, but they have a little electric motor in there, you know. So her kids are playing in that. This lady comes comes walking up to her 
and listen to specifically what her complaint is about these kids playing in a park in this power wheel. <laughs> I, I, I'm not kidding. And as she's saying that, the kid is driving across the grass, and it's like, yeah, he doesn't have a driver's license because he's four. And, and it's a car that weighs like 17 pounds and goes like 300 yards per hour <laughs> would be the top speed. You got a permit for that? This is so funny. It's little kids driving. He doesn't have a license. <laughs> Holy crap. That has to be like a joke. You know what, though? I did see him have more than uh, five people in the car at once. I don't think that was safe. Well, he wasn't social distancing. Yeah, he wasn't. Also, you know, he could have been drinking. <laughs> uh, Karen, it says here in this story, is social media shorthand for self-entitled white women or white woman who complain about innocuous incidents. I guess that's a pretty good description. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a Becky and a Karen? Younger. <laughs> Fisher Price says a power wheels drive switch which ensures the vehicle will stop when the child removes their foot from the pedal is tested 200,000 times. Nice. Well, that sounds like a bad idea. That sounds like after 200,000 times you're, you're going to start wear wearing out. that thing out. That's right? too many times. You got to replace the pads in there after a while. Uh, the company also says power wheel is driven almost over almost 90,000 bumps to make sure the toy is ready for rugged preschoolers. <laughs> Again. You know, preschoolers with beards. <laughs> You're rugged. Who do you get to drive the thing over 90,000 bumps? Do you have like like horse jockeys that moonlight as <laughs> safety drivers for, for play school toys or Fisher Price toys? All right. Uh, we're out of time. For today's show. And uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. Uh, Brandon was out sick today. Lisa's on vacation this week. Well, I enjoyed my time with you, too. So uh, I, back. I might Both be jumping ahead of myself here a little bit, but do you want to come back some more this week? Yes. Yeah. I'll I, call I mean, you and let I you know how wait. that goes. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a great Monday, everybody. We'll be back at 5 a.m. tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. So long.